Turn it back up, turn it back up. Uh, uh, what, what? Turn it back up, turn it back up. Uh, uh, what, what? Hey, 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 what is up? It's your girl, Ray. <sighs> Listen. I know that you guys are like, girl, where have you been? Listen, a part of being a grown-up is experiencing good things in life, bad things in life, even worse things in life. But you know what? You can always survive it. You can make it. and You can get through it. And that has been 2021 for me. So I am sorry for this little... uh break that I took if you will long break but your girl is back and I have so many things to tell you guys I am so excited to share um a lot of the good things and a few bad things but you know I always get a lesson out of everything right so what's up it's your girl Ray welcome to real life with Ray as you know this podcast is strictly about my opinion and my real life stories and yeah man that's what I that's what I do I give my opinion and then you may say well Ray who are you to give your opinion I'm Ray that's all you need to know so anyway can we just can we just can we get into this music real quick before I get started? Because it's just the music for me, y'all. Like, it's just the music. Like, for real. Like, just one more time. Hey. Okay. Okay. Get it, Ray. Get it, Ray. Uh, 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 uh. I wish y'all could see me over here dancing. It's giving real struggle. It's giving, you know, your girl is over 30. It's giving, yeah. (laughs) But anyway, so first of all, I just want to say that I hope that you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope that you had a chance to spend time with your family and your loved ones. Um, You know, holidays, I get a little sad when you've lost people in your life. You know, you miss them. You wish you could spend time with them. So if you still have your family here, you have your friends here, your spouses, your children. I hope that you all, you know, enjoyed them. We have Christmas coming up. Real excited about that. So, yeah. Okay. So, y'all, listen. I have HBO Max, right? (laughs) Shout out to HBO Max. And I am watching it, right? I'm watching it on um, on TV. And I'm going through the movies or whatever. And I find this movie, y'all. It is called Brown Sugar. So you like, okay. So first of all, this episode is going to be centered <laughs> around this Brown Sugar movie. I have a question for you guys. Can platonic friendships between men and women cross the line? Like, when do you realize that your friendship with someone is completely disrespectful? So, I'm watching the movie. Well, just to give you all, um, you know, a a brief uh, review of the movie. Basically, Brown Sugar is a movie with Sanaa Lathan and Tay Diggs. Um, it's back in 2003 <laughs> when my son was born. Shout out to my son. 
And I used to watch the movie like on DVD, right? I feel old saying that because everybody's like streaming now. But I used to watch it on DVD because I didn't have cable. I was poor. And I used to just watch the movie all the time. But I never really paid attention because at that time I was young and chasing boys and trying to raise a kid and all that good stuff. So, yeah. But the other day I decided to watch it. I'm like, oh, man, I haven't seen Brown Sugar in years since I was poor. (laughs) Shout out to the poor days. Um, so I'm watching it, right? And basically what happens is, um, Dre and Sydney are best friends. They have been childhood best friends, um, since they were like, I don't know, like in the movie, they look like maybe they were 10, 10 or 10 or 11. I don't know, something around that age. Now they're both 30 years old. Um, Dre still lives in New York where they grew up, but Sydney had actually moved to Florida for a while. So she moved back to New York, and now she's the editor of a music magazine. And so basically, like, you know, Dre is so happy because he has Sydney back. That's his best friend. And, you know, they're in the same city, and they're just reminiscing and talking about, you know, all the things that has been going on in their lives. And it was a few things in the movie. That was just a red flag for me, okay? Y'all know right now we on this red flag trend. So it was a few things that was a red flag for me, okay? First of all, (laughs) Dre decides to propose to his girlfriend. And, well, number one, he proposed to her at an industry party because he's like this music A&R, and like I stated, she's a magazine editor for a a famous music magazine. So he proposes to her, (laughs) at the party first of all if you propose to me at a party I'm gonna look at you like you crazy like no it's giving ghetto it's giving why couldn't we go to the park like bro what so that was the first red flag um she said yes it was y'all that proposal was so ghetto like I really wish they just would have made their proposal a little bit more believable but anyway okay whatever so you know, like, Sydney is really happy for him because that's her best friend. He's like her brother. So she's like, you know, I'm so happy for him. So, y'all, <laughs> let me tell you some of the red flags. First of all, before Dre marries this, his wife-to-be, him and Sydney kiss for the first time. Like, they kiss. Like, number one, when he came over there, she was wrapped up in some little dress thing, honey. Like, you know, no bra, just chilling. First of all, if your male best friend comes to your house and he has a fiancé, why you ain't got no clothes on? Hmm? Why you dressed like that, showing all your shape? Okay? Number one, I know you at home, but girl. So, they kiss, right? It was awkward. Um... She was just kind of like, so you still going to marry her? And he's like, yeah, like, I love her. Like, yeah, I kissed you. But I mean, I ain't, I mean, it ain't that deep. Like, it was a kiss, you know. <laughs> so um, they get married. You know, they're at the wedding. Mind you, him and Sydney, they are staring each other down, baby, because they just had this beautiful kiss in her apartment right before the wedding. Let me say this. Oh, you know what? I had to pause. Let me get to the the part of the movie that really disturbed me. 
So, you know, he finally, he marries his wife and, you know, she meets Sydney. They're all friends. They're hanging out and everything seems to be okay. Um, Dre gets to a roadblock in his career where he doesn't like what his supervisor is asking him to do as an A&R, like the acts that his supervisor is telling him to go after. Dre is not with it. Dre is like, nah, I'm okay. Like, I'm not really feeling it. So he quits. And he decides that he's going to start his own music label, which is an amazing thing. This is the biggest red flag. There were a lot of red flags. Just go watch the movie because I'm not going to explain the whole movie. Go watch it, y'all. It's called Brown Sugar. Sanaa Lathan, Tay Diggs, Queen Latifah, Most Def. Go watch it. So, y'all, listen. He goes to Sydney, his best friend. And says, you know, he calls her. He says, hey, meet me at the park. And she beats him at the park. And they're at one of their old spots they used to hang at when they were young, you know. And he goes, I quit my job today. Now, me as a female friend, as a platonic friend, as someone who's close to men that are taken, I would have been like, did you tell your wife? Did you tell your girlfriend before you told me? But she was like, you know, I'm so happy for you. And he was like, I want to start my own label. And she was like, yeah, like rooting for him as she should. That's her best friend. I get it. I root my friends on too. Okay. As long as it's not something stupid, I will root them on. Right. So she's like, yeah, go for it. You know, entrepreneurship. That's the, you know, yes, that's the vibes. So she gives him a check. For $5,000, child. And she says, this is a check because I want to invest in your business. I want to be the first person to invest in your dreams. And he was like, no, you don't have to do that. You know, it's all good. She was like, no, I'm going to invest. She hands him a check and they give each other a hug. And yeah, they part ways. Let me tell you this. Okay. One of my friends, he is married to his wife. If you ever talk to this friend, He's my friend slash mentor slash brother. If you ever talk to him, you will know that he respects and loves his wife very much. Okay. If you ever think about saying something sideways about his wife, he will most likely go upside your head. All right. And he's a big, strong, real Christian, but he don't play when it comes to that wife. Okay. And that's on period. So my thing is I would never. As a platonic friend, tell my friend, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to invest in your business. And I don't even know if you discuss this with your wife. First of all, why would you quit your job and not tell your wife first? This is something you should discuss with your wife. But instead, you go talk to your best friend. And she's a woman. And this woman invest in your business over your own wife. How trifling. So we ain't going to stay too long on the movie, okay? Again, go watch it. My point is, as a platonic friend, do we take things too far sometimes? Do we, as women who are single and are friends with men, do we cross the line? Do, Do we not know our place? So when I first met my brother's wife, the one I was just speaking on, I was really nervous. And I wasn't nervous because... Really, that was my first time meeting the both of them in person. Well, I think I met him at Sam's. I saw him at Sam's on time, but officially meeting them in person, that was the first time ever. 
And I was nervous when it came to meeting his wife because I know how catty and messy women can be when it comes to their spouses. Now, I'm not mad at her for that because if I had a man, I would be catty and messy too if I felt you were being disrespectful. So again, it was that nervousness. It's that, oh my gosh, she's going to look at me like I'm some Jezebel that wants her man. That was my initial thought. (laughs) And if she ever listens to this, she's going to laugh because now that's like my sister. I love her. Like I call her my mom. We only a year apart, (laughs) but she is like, she's everything to me. But it's just funny because at the time I was like, yo, this girl is not going to like me. She's going to think I'm some whore (laughs) that wants her man, right? Because, I mean, I'm just thinking how I feel most women think when it comes to their men. And so when we met, we actually realized we had so much in common. I probably talked to her more than him because it was like she was just everything. Like she is so funny, so easy to talk to, so relatable. So, you know, it built a a a, a long friendship. And like I said, I'm close to them to this day. Like that's my family. But my question is this. What if I, what if I would have, cross the line what if I would have had conversations with her husband that was inappropriate so when do we as women realize that we still have to protect other women whether you know them or not of course I know her I have that bond with her I would never cross that line but even in the beginning of that I wouldn't have crossed that line because I'm not that type of person But when do we as women look at situations and say, you know what, this could be me. So let me not do that. Let me not do this to someone else. Because it's very easy to say, you know, I don't know her. That guy, that's my friend. I don't know her. She my loyalty is not to her. It is, though, because if that's your male friend and you love him. Why wouldn't you want to protect his girlfriend or his wife and make her feel that she can trust you? Why would you want to make her feel any other way? And I think sometimes women sometimes want a bigger role in their male friends lives than what they deserve. The one thing you have to understand as a platonic friend is that you don't have a bigger role than his girlfriend. You don't have a bigger role than his wife and you never will have a bigger role. You are a friend, whether it's a best friend, a sister, like a sister, whatever you want to call it. You don't have a bigger role and you have to stay in your place and you have to set those boundaries and you have to be respectful. And as soon as you cross that line, you definitely can ruin something That was meant for you. I think about this. What if when I met my sister, I would have immediately acted away towards her because I felt she was going to act away towards me. I wouldn't have the friendship that I have with her now. I wouldn't have the bond that I have with her now. If I didn't be mature about it and respect her as his wife. And that's with all of my male friends, even the ones that's not married, the ones that's in serious relationships. 
We're not going to be on the phone having conversations we shouldn't be having. You're not going to do or say something around me that's inappropriate or something that's disrespectful to your wife or your girlfriend and think I'm going to be okay with it because I'm not. And I might just tell. I might just call her and be like, your man trip and get him. Because we as women, we have to think about our situations. We have to think about what we will want someone to do for us. And if you don't want someone to disrespect your relationship or your marriage, you should be the same way. Now, had that brown sugar situation been a real situation, I would have told my friend, you need to discuss this with your wife. When you discuss this with your wife first, then I will be willing to invest in your business. But this is something you need to discuss with your spouse. You know, being a single woman is hard because you are sometimes labeled something that you're not. You know, I remember when I used to be very heavy in church, um, it would always be like, you know, the people that assumed that because I was a single mother that I was eager to get married. So they'd prophesy and say, oh, your husband's going to come next week and he's going to give you a huge ring. Well, I don't doubt it. God says he'll give me the desires of my heart and that is my desire. So I don't doubt that that will happen, but it's not going to happen that fast. And you telling me that so you can make other women in the church not worry as much is corny. It's corny. It's corny. Don't label that. That's not. And we have to stop assuming that all single women are so desperate to get married. They're so desperate to have a man. They so wish they had what other women have. That's not always the case. I want to get married. I want a beautiful love story. But I also want to be healed. Okay. I want to be healed. Because I want to be able to enjoy that man and not still be stuck in the past and stuck on things that I've gone through. So for me, I am willing to wait and pray that he'll, you know, he'll be what I what I've been praying for. But man, as a platonic friend to four men in my life and these men that I'm close to, I respect their wives. I respect their girlfriends probably a little bit more than I respect them because I'm a woman first and I know how I would be. I know how I would be. So I'm never going to put myself in a position to make any of their wives or their girlfriends feel like they can't trust me because they can trust me. And that's what being a real friend is. And you have to realize that the very role that these women have in their men lives, your time is going to come and you're going to have a role as well. But until then, be respectful, be aware, watch what you're doing, watch how you move as a friend. You know, I can honestly say that the women in these men lives, they are all um, very powerful women, very strong respectful women not really the ratchet type not the the fighter type like they're not that but me personally I'm a fighter okay I'm a little ratchet if you disrespect me 
by talking crazy to my husband or my boyfriend, I'm going to pop you in your mouth, okay? I'll repent later, but I'm definitely going to pop you because, girl, what is you doing? That's my man. Back up a little bit, okay? Don't call him too late. Are you tripping? You know what's funny? <laughs> one of my my mentor, his wife, I was talking to her one time, and she told me one time, she said, you know, she said, I'm not insecure when it comes to my husband and him talking to people. She says, because I trust my husband. And she was like, I take care of my husband. And I was listening to her. She said, I take care of my husband. She said, I make sure that all of his needs are met. So I don't have to worry about him stepping out on me. And I understand his ministry and I understand his purpose. So I don't have to worry or be insecure about other women. Baby, when I tell you, I was like, yes, ma'am. Yes. And so even as a woman that's a friend to not only her but her husband I can totally respect that so much I was just like yes ma'am goals for real and it's goals for me for real because baby like I told y'all I'm a little wretched okay you call my husband too much I might just answer the phone and be like what's up what you need what's up what what what, what we doing hmm do we all need to talk hmm you need my number two but, you know, it's a process. But, y'all, this was short and sweet. I just wanted to talk about this. I watched that movie, Brown Sugar, y'all. I was so mad that he didn't tell his wife that he was starting a new business. And I was even mad at that friend offering him money. Girl, if you don't tell this man to go to his wife, and even though this movie was so old, baby, as somebody, like I said, that's a friend to men that's married or taken, I just kind of felt some type of way watching that because I would never. I would never. So if you are a platonic friend to any of these men out here, please be respectful. Please know your place. Please know that your role will not be bigger than what it is. And if he does give you a bigger role, he is trifling because that wife comes first. Okay. Now, girl, even girlfriends. I mean, I'm not saying girlfriends, you know, they're not wives. But if that's somebody that he's serious about, you still need to be respectful and stay in your place, period. Because imagine how you would feel as a woman. And I said what I said. All right, y'all. <laughs> Unfortunately for now, your girl works a nine to five. It's a very nice nine to five, but still a nine to five. So I am going to lay it down for tonight, but I hope you guys aren't mad at me. I hope you still listen to me. I'm so sorry. Nah, for real though. I'm sorry. Your girl been going through it. I'm going to tell y'all about it because y'all know, you know, y'all my homies. We got to talk. I got to keep y'all involved, period. Anyway, have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening to Real Life with Ray because your girl be going through it in real life. All right, y'all. That's my time. Peace out.